This is After the Bell Rings, a podcast brought to you by the Triad School District in Troy, Illinois. In this series, you'll hear about what your kids are learning, how they're learning, and ideas to strengthen the school-home partnership. Here's Mike Wilgus and Adam Geisen. Hello, welcome to Episode 7 of After the Bell Rings. This is Adam Geisen with me as always. Mike Wilgus, say hello. Hello. Uh, we are here in our podcast studio at Wakeland Center where we've been recording these podcasts. Hopefully you've enjoyed what we've been able to publish so far. Today, we are going to talk a little bit about professional development. Mike and I, in case you forgot, are tech coaches here at the Triad District, and we talked a lot about that in episode five of the uh, podcast here, and so we kind of already explained what our jobs are, so I'm not going to get back into that. But what I am going to talk about uh, is sort of how our job relates to where the teachers are and how teachers learn. So as with any profession, teachers have to continue to develop their skills as teachers in order to uh, retain their certificates. And they have to earn a certain number. Actually, it's like 120, right? 120 CPDs. 120 every five years. Every five years. They need 120 of these units, these these certified, what is it? Continuing professional development units. I don't even know what they're called because I just know I have to CPDU. have CPDU. CPDUs. We got to have a bunch of these every year. And so um, school districts really do work hard to provide their teachers with um, opportunities to earn these CPDUs. And so what we've done at the Triad District is something a little different. Uh, and we're going to talk about that in a second. But before we get into that, we want to sort of talk a little bit about um, the results. So, and this was a big hit from our reviews from the people who listened to episode five. I think all three of them said that this was like their favorite part of the um, of the podcast. So we're going to jump right into techie teacher time. So Mike, uh, are you? Do you sing this? Who sings this line? I do not sing you it. Don't that sing would be this you. Line? Okay, so you set me right. up for that one. All right, let's start with techie teacher time. Today's Techie Teacher Time uh, focuses on two teachers at Henning Elementary School. Uh, It's a third grade teacher and a fifth grade teacher. Sarah Brokering and Brian Boyce are teaming up with their students to uh, create a lesson that allows each classroom to collaborate with each other using some new and neat and exciting uh, technology uh, advances that uh, they've learned about. Uh, I think they learned about them at the institute that we did uh, on in January, our winter institute. So uh, we are working with them kind of behind the scenes to help with some of the, the workflows, but uh, Adam's going to share uh, some exciting things that they're doing with their, their so students. Wh- so what they're doing, um, Sarah Brokering is a fifth grade teacher, uh, and she is collaborating with Brian, the third grade teacher, to create what we call a digital breakout. And I'm sure most of you have heard of breakout rooms where you get locked in a room and you got to solve the puzzles. There's a really great Big Bang Theory episode about these breakout rooms where they get stuck in and they solve it all so fast and the zombie like tries to tell them it's to slow down. It's kind of a down. letdown because they're <laughs> super funny. geniuses. Yeah. So anyway, the, the whole point is that they are uh, trying to solve these puzzles and then escape. Uh, from the physical room. What Brian and Sarah are working on is a digital version of this where they have a website. They create the website themselves. And on this website is a series of puzzles and then they have to complete the form uh, that's also embedded in there. The kids have to complete the form with the correct answers in order to receive their reward at the end. And so it's a great opportunity for their kids to practice critical thinking, to practice problem solving, and to work together as a team to solve uh, to solve this issue. So what's really fun about it is that they're they're teaching fractions. And so third graders are starting to learn fractions. They're really just kind of figuring out how fractions work, while the fifth graders are a little more advanced, obviously, and they're adding and subtracting, and they're doing more with the fractions. Well, the uh, puzzle 
has elements of both. So you have fifth graders who are going to help the third grade members of their group solve, you know, some of the more difficult problems. And at the same time, sort of teach them a little bit about some of the stuff they're going to learn two years from then. It's really a great idea. And what, what's really fun about it is that these two groups who these third grade and fifth grade classes who probably wouldn't interact very much otherwise are getting together in an academic setting and are playing a game and learning at the same time. And that's a great way, obviously, to instill these skills and to get these kids to want to, um, you know, work with each other and learn some of this stuff. So that's what they're going to be working on. And, and we wanted to focus on them today uh, because the reason that they're working on this project, the, some of the inspiration that those two teachers had, um, we hope comes from the professional development uh, program that Mike and I created last year uh, as we were starting to work in our tech coaching uh, position. So the Tri Advances program is what we've called it. We, we combine the word triad with the word advances to obviously create Tri Advances. We built a website. Uh, we've created brands. We hashtag with uh, with that Tri Advances name on Twitter uh, to try to get some you know recognition for some of the cool things that the teachers are doing. But we wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about it because um, you know as we start to see more technology blossom in in the classrooms and we see our kids coming home working with new technology tools, we think it's important for parents and families to understand you know how are our teachers learning to use some of this stuff. Uh, and, and where are they getting that information from? Because we all know, you know, teachers have a lot on their plates and they don't have a lot of time to do some of this research and the practice and to figure out what works and what doesn't work and to try things out in their classroom just on their own. So we wanted to sort of give you the background. This is what is kind of helping these teachers figure these things out and, and where they're getting the recognition, where they're getting the credit for doing the extra work. So, uh, so Mike, uh, as we kind of got started, just to sort of tell the story of where this idea came from and, uh, and it all kind of came from a trip to Chicago in October. I'll let you tell that story. Yeah, October of uh, 2016, Adam and I took a trip to Chicago to visit the Leiden School District, which is a very uh, technologically advanced district. It's a suburb um, south southeast or no southwest of Chicago, I believe. And we were up there to just kind of see how they implement their one-to-one -one program with Chromebooks and to observe some things that they do. In fact, we, we brought back a couple of things from Leiden uh, to Triad, one of which we will have another episode about um, later on. But in that nine-hour car ride back and forth, we, we just start talking education and, and kind of our roles in technology. And it was a really fun, it was a really fun drive. Yeah, we turned all, the radio off and just talked for five hours. Of all the hours. things we could talk about, we started talking about professional development. <laughs> it was so. really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> stay, stay back, ladies. That's We're right. taken. That's all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I snorted a little bit there. <laughs> so one of the things that's interesting to point out is, you know, we as teachers now, as we move towards 21st century learning, we are looking at uh, activities and lessons that uh, the students really drive the instruction. So they kind of choose their own adventure, uh, so to speak. So, you know, one of the things we were looking at when we were looking at professional development is how can we create a model where teachers can choose their own adventure, can kind of set the course 
for what professional development they want to learn. Because, you know, oftentimes with professional development, um, those of you that are in education or have been in education, you know that a lot of times it's it was something that was mandated. So we would have to go sit through a meeting that dis- didn't necessarily apply to us or some sort of training. Uh, it didn't, you know, apply to our classroom or things like that. Or we went through the training and then that was it. There was no support uh, after the training. So that causes some frustration on teachers' parts because you know, they spend the time to be in the professional development, and then they really can't take anything out of it. So we really wanted to look towards how can we create a system that allows the teachers to do something that they're going to use in their classroom immediately. We also wanted to add some incentives. We like the idea of them being able to choose the direction. We also wanted to give them some rewards for doing this extra work. So uh, the, the concept of digital badging, which is one of those things, if you have kids who play video games in any video game, um, you know, you know, as as you level up, you earn sort of rewards. I know uh, a good example, the Call of Duty World War Two game that's out, you know, as kids level up and they earn points, then they they can earn ranks and, and badges and things like that. And that's kind of what we want to sort of apply to this same uh, program as the teachers use some of these tools in their classroom they can earn badges basically which are we have physical buttons which we were really shocked being both from i'm from high school and he's from the middle school you know we didn't think teachers would really want physical buttons they uh, do but they sure do it's something uh, that was kind of surprised us but we're really glad they do um and they get uh, what digital versions of them to add to their emails and things like that sort of a recognition of hey i've done this stuff in my classroom uh, they also earn CPDUs for the work, uh, and there is a, a small monetary stipend, but that is, uh, you know, really not nearly as motivating as we uh, as the other stuff. The CPDUs and the badges really are. So, it's all part of the program um, that just kind of flows a, as one big piece. So, we also wanted them to be able to contribute to their evaluations. Evaluations are super boring, and it's not something we want to spend any time talking about on this podcast, but. This Tri Advances program did uh, sort of help them spend less time working on their evaluations and spend more time being effective teachers with your kids, and that was really what we wanted to uh, what we wanted to help them um, be able to do through this program. So, in our digital badge program, we wanted to tie it all together for those boring evaluations, as <laughs> as Adam mentioned. <laughs> I didn't say that it was Adam Geisen, G E I S E N. No, I, love I think evaluations, evaluations are I was just being awesome. Sarcastic. So, um, but anyway, we wanted to to allow the teachers to have some sort of evidence and artifacts as a result of participating in the program that they can then just simply hand to their administrator and say, here's here's an example of how I met this uh, com- component or objective in, in our uh, evaluation. So it is tied to uh, the Danielson domains. That's what we use for evaluation here at Triad. Um, and it also follows the SAMR model of technology integration. Um, so in that model, the deeper the technology is ingrained in the lesson, the higher uh, order of thinking that the students will be involved in. So so those two things play together uh, in our program and allow for the teachers to collect evidence for their evaluation. And that, that ingrained technology is not necessarily saying how much is the technology replacing the teacher. I think that that's something that we do have to kind of stress is that the, the teacher will always be the focal point in every classroom in our district. Uh, but we wanted to talk about what is the technology allowing students to do that they couldn't do before the technology was involved. So, you know, that the 
the the level there that, that talks about the SAMR model, the um, the level of technology integration is really just saying how much more, um, you know, how many more critical thinking skills and how many more things are our kids doing that they couldn't do uh, if we were just trying the same activity on pen and paper. Um, and, and that really is where we start to see uh, the, the fascinating ideas and the ideas like the one we just talked about uh, with Brian and Sarah and their digital breakout. Those types of ideas are deeply ingrained in technology and would be more difficult to do in person. You probably could do it. You know, we have uh, these breakout boxes that are kind of similar where the kids can solve locks. But sometimes the digital stuff is just as challenging or, or more challenging. So that's where the models and the levels come into play. So the badges that we came up with, this was a long, drawn-out, five-hour process that we were thinking about. How in the world can we come up with some badges and what we're going to name them and things like that? So we wanted to tie the badges to these Danielson domains, which is you know evidence that uh, the teachers are meeting criteria in each one of these domains for their evaluation. So the, the badges that we came up with were called tactician, reflector, instructor, and architect. Those were the first four. And each one of those ties to a Danielson domain. So if a teacher applies and, and works through that badge, then they have evidence that they have uh, met some sort of criteria for their evaluation for that badge. The last badge we came up with was called the developer. And that was a choose-your-own-adventure badge. This is for uh, teachers that aren't necessarily looking to gather evidence for their evaluation. Maybe they're looking to just try some new technology application out there. So this is the, the badge. It's, it's kind of a potpourri badge where they would uh, work on the developer badge. If you put all of those together, we have T-R-I-A-D, which spells out triad. Obviously, we worked hard to, to kind of customize it towards our district. It took a lot of creativity to make that apply to our district. It did. <laughs> It, yeah, well, we worked hard. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of 50, driving down 55, uh, yeah. coming up with that. Um, but uh, we will have uh, information about all of all of this Tri Advances stuff in our show notes. So uh, we can show you what the badges look like and, and what domains they go with and things like that. So once we rolled this out in the spring um, of last school year, we had a pilot program. Uh, we had some teachers who were really involved and, and kind of ran with it. And it was successful enough that we rolled it out to the entire district at the beginning of this school year. So we've seen a lot of uh, teachers really try things and earn a bunch of badges. And, and there's data. And we will we can put the data on the show notes. I don't want to talk about data here. We, uh, we are really excited personally about what, uh, what this is sort of inspired our teachers to try to do. Triad teachers are really doing some amazing things with technology, and we hope that the creation of this Triad Advances personalized PD program has had at least a small part in kind of guiding them uh, towards at least looking at the technology and, and infusing that technology into their classroom. Um, for more information about this, like I said, you can always go to our show notes and take a look at it. Another thing, it's really allowed Adam and myself to have an opportunity to share the great things that Triad's doing with technology and with professional development. You know, we were able to present at multiple conferences last year. We're heading up to Chicago at the end of this month to present Triad Advances again. So the word is getting out and some of the great technology infused and based things that that's happening here at Triad. So if you ever see or hear the name Triad Advances, they're talking about our personalized professional development system that is in triad. What are you <laughs> if, laughing if for? If you hear anybody talk about it, let us know. Well, I'd I mean, love to know if people are talking I've, about I've, it. I've, I've overheard conversations at Casey's <laughs> about triad advances. So just shut it. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Dude, have Dude, you seen triad advances? What is that? Oh, shoot. Take home tech. 
Okay, so for today's uh, take-home tech, we wanted to talk about Kahoot.com or Kahoot.it, which is a really great educational website where uh, teachers can create quizzes, review quizzes, and then the kids can basically play sort of a simulated game show. It's almost like... Um, almost like Jeopardy or something like that where they, they, they can chime in with their correct answer and they get ranked and things like that. So it's a really fun, interactive game. Um, and while this is great in the classroom, we did want to sort of show you how you can incorporate the same tool at home to maybe reinvigorate uh, family game night. So you know, if your kid, you may have even heard your kids come home and you know they say, hey, oh, we did, uh, you know, what did you do at school today? And they say, well, we did a Kahoot in uh, you know, social studies or whatever. And it, that is not a medical emergency. I just to let you know, if your kid cahoots it's not a bad thing it's my usually... son cahooted in chemistry last friday <laughs> it's, and, and luckily i knew what he was, was talking about he was okay yeah, yeah and he survived. It sounds kind of medical right so you can cahoot at home that's right actually so uh but what what this allows you to do uh because there is actually a social version of cahoot and and on the show notes we're going to have a video the show notes we're going to have a video that explain uh basically how you can go in as a parent create an account and then play these games at home all you need is one or two devices um per you could do it dirt per team or however you want to do it or each kid could have their own device you could do it on a computer of a, a smartphone you could do it on an app uh, I'm like an iPad or you know an Android tablet or any of any device that you've got that's connected to the internet can play a Kahoot game and basically the instructions the video that we've got on the show notes is we'll show you how to go in create your account find a Kahoot game and then play that game uh, with your family it really can be sort of a fun way to to incorporate technology you know get the kids a little um, Excited on in a game and the, and the Kahoot games that are in the website could be anything from about uh, you know movie taglines or the history of uh, Valentine's Day since that's coming up you could play that game I know New Year's had a whole bunch of games that were out about what do you remember from 2017 and that kind of stuff so the games are they don't have to be educational necessarily they can be games that that other people have created just for fun that you could choose and play you can also create your own or have your kids create their own game and then you as a family play the game together so. So uh, really is a fun take-home tech idea, uh, a way to to bring some excitement back into family game night or to bring family game night back to your family, which is always kind of a fun thing. So uh, that's our take-home tech for this week. As always, show notes, information about the podcast, and links to additional resources can be found on our website at afterthebellrings.org. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at ATBR Podcast. You can listen to After the Bell Rings on Apple Podcasts, You can also subscribe on Android and Stitcher. That's it for now. Enjoy your day. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to After the Bell Rings. Our mission is to strengthen the school-home partnership. For show notes, to contact us, and for more information, visit afterthebellrings.org. I just cahooted.